0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is Tuesday, July the 7th. And we have got some interesting things to discuss. Uh, Of course, the news around the world... Isn't all that great? We're uh, we're not happy with <laughs> with the, the projections and whatnot, but we ain't going to get in on that. We're going to talk about some other things. We're going to talk about the, some interesting, I guess, pop culture news. But uh, but before we do any of that, of course, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can go check it out. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. Damien Estrada jumps in already on YouTube. He said, what's up? You can find us. On YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, and Twitch for the live show. Any one of those platforms, you'll be right there. You can also subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're on there. If you're on Apple, go over and leave a nice five-star written review. We would appreciate that. You can ask any kind of questions, whatever. Michael Fritz jumps in. He's on Twitch. What is going on, brother? He said, what's up, fellas? It's been a, a little bit since he's been in here. So we're glad to have him back in. He's our our resident NFL season ticket holder that kind of gives us the updates from that side. So, uh, so yeah, we're glad to have everybody in. If you would like to jump in on the chat, right down there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen is where everything will populate. It doesn't matter what platform you are on. You just go ahead and fire away a message. Everybody can chat together, and you just pick whichever one you're, you're more comfortable with. So go ahead and do that, winningcureseverything.com, subscribe to the podcast, jump in the chat, Let's go ahead and fire into this. First off, Chris, how's your day been? You, you're being kind of quiet today.
3: Not I me. Mean, no.
2: Just a normal day? Day's okay. Day's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, ben jumps in. He said, why does Restream look like that? Because I've been trying to mess with the stupid chat box to see if I can make it more readable. More. I, I want people to be able to read your chats. So, that's why I've been messing with it. We're working on a design. I'm trying to, I keep, I keep. Fiddling with it, but we're going to get it working. Chris, I'm glad that you're having a good day. Hopefully, some of this negative stuff will not uh, will not turn it down. But let's go ahead and fire in. Let's talk about some of the biggest sports topics of the day. The first one is, of course, in the NFL. Deshaun Jackson sent out on Instagram an anti-Semitic Instagram post. And it is... I, I did not know how to tackle this, and you and I both were a little nervous about talking about it. But it is the biggest topic of the day, yes. so so we had to say something about it. I don't. I want to. I want to go at it from this perspective. Okay. We, I believe, are incredibly anti-cancel culture. We don't believe in canceling people for every mistake that they make. Right. If it becomes a habit, if it becomes a trend, if it's what, you know, then, okay, we can have that discussion when we get there. But in this instance, I really believe that he, and for those that don't know, he apologized afterwards for posting anti-Semitic fake Hitler quotes and saying that he does not hate the Jewish community. Now, I'm not going to read what he posted because it's, you know, it is what it is, right? But I don't really get, uh, not that I get, I don't believe he knew what he was posting. I agree with that. I think he read a I certain I think what he part. posted
3: was bad, was not good at all. I don't think he understood what he was sharing out and posting.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he had any I'll idea. I'll tell you,
3: that door swings a lot of ways. A lot of people have been canceled in our society for posting dumb stuff that they should know better about, but I don't really think they do and they pay basically a life sentence for it they you, lose you remember- their job and they are they are blackballed for the rest of their life a lot of times and i just am not for that
2: you remember when we were younger and i think it still holds true today but one of the things that you're always taught is think before you speak and the invention of social media has Taken away that filter to where you can post anything at any time, no matter what your emotion is. If you're in the middle of a ball game, you're in the middle of something really important that you're passionate about, whatever, you don't have to take that minute to think about it. You can fire it off, and it goes out to everybody that you know and people that you don't, and and they all see what your true emotions are in that moment. And there's no filter. There's no way to block it. Once it's out there, there's no taking it back, right? Like, that's, that's the issue here. Like, I understand you may have seen something on there, like, that you thought that you agreed with, but you didn't really understand it, so you just go ahead and fire it off. Like, you fire off an Instagram post. Um, Michael said, the brighter font helps on the, on the chat. Thank you. He said, why does cancel culture only go one way? Uh, Damien said, wait, why, uh, what did he say that was that bad? And then Michael said, "Being ignorant is not an excuse. Do your damn research." Agreed, but that's what I'm saying.
3: I- well, hang on now, Michael. That's cancel culture, right? Like, yes, it is cancel culture that says being ignorant is not an excuse. And I, I understand and I agree with that to an extent. I just, I'm not making excuses for these people who say stupid things or share out stupid things, and and they're they're wrong and they're hurtful and they're not good. My issue is the the price that they pay, the sentence that we give them. Okay. Let's let's let the punishment fit the crime is what I'm more looking for.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Okay? So you say something dumb, you you can get slapped down, you can get corrected, you can be set straight. That's fine. I don't know that you should lose your livelihood completely and have everything that you say and do for the rest of your life criticized, and ridiculed, and scrutinized because you once said something dumb. Yes. Yes. That's it. Um, as far as what
2: he said, it it was fake quotes that were uh, attributed to Hitler. You can go find them if you y- want. You it's can pretty go easy them.
3: to find. It's the number one story trending in sports right now, yeah. so it's not hard to find. We're not going to talk about yeah, we're, this.
2: Yeah, we're not going to read them. We're not going to do any of that mess. Um, but you can go find it. Now, what we really wanted to discuss was whether or not the Eagles will actually cut him for this. Now, the Bills ended up not cutting Jake Fromm for the things that he said. Yeah. Now, what he said was a private conversation, right? This, that, that somebody else leaked out. Uh, Matt Miller jumps in and said, cancel culture is stupid because every human being has said or has been stupid or said something stupid because humans are not perfect. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Michael said, no what I'm saying is don't post something you don't mean or apologize for it. Um, I'm not sure Chris, I don't know if I follow.
3: <laughs> Michael uh, he's apologizing yeah. because he has to I I yeah. wonder if he didn't know what it meant and if he knew what it meant and he believes it and that's you know, neither here nor there. but in the world we live in today, your bosses, your your family, a lot of people that you represent will tell you, you need to apologize for that. And sometimes you do. And sometimes you don't. He chose to. I'm okay with that. That's fine. I don't think all these people have to apologize. I I live under a very blanket rule that nobody in the history of the world ever owes me an apology for anything ever. You just, just be better. If it was an accident and it wasn't malicious or, or, or or something very personal against me, then, then we can move on and we just both try to be better. If it was malicious towards me and you want harm for me, your apology doesn't doesn't do anything to yeah. me. We can just go our separate ways. That's okay. You don't need to humble yourself before me. I'm nothing that needs anything <laughs> like that. That's okay.
2: Uh, the Eagles did come out. They said, uh, we have spoken with Deshaun Jackson about his social media posts. The statement explains, regardless of his intentions, the messages he shared were offensive, harmful, and absolutely appalling. They have no place in our society and are not condoned or supported in any way by the organization We are disappointed, and we reiterated to Deshaun the importance of not only apologizing, but also using his platform to take action to promote unity, equality, and respect. We are continuing to evaluate the circumstances and will take appropriate action. We take these matters very seriously and are committed to continuing to have productive and meaningful uh, meaningful conversation with Deshaun, as well as all of our players and staff in order to educate, learn, and grow. Now, he may get cut just because of, you know...
3: If he gets cut, it'll be based on talent and finances. Yes, but I don't it. believe it will be because of this. It won't be because of this. He, he makes a good bit of money, and his talent used to be elite. It used to be electric, and it has fallen off, as we know. Receivers whose main skill set is just crazy lightning speed, the older they get, that is the, the first thing to go. And unless he can just learn to be a route tree monster, it, it's going to be hard for him to justify the the salary in which he demands. Yep. And that would be the reason he would be getting cut. Yes. Uh, I don't think it would be because of this. I don't think this is going to be a headache that will follow him around. I think I do think we are getting better to where if we don't cancel people, we accept their flaws, we move on and, you know, especially if they apologize or whatever, and we we kind of just move on. Yeah, uh, Matt. I would Miller, like to think that we're getting better at that because that's important to me. Yes, Matt Miller
2: jumps on YouTube. He said, "I do find it sad, though, in the state of our country, Drew Brees had to beg for forgiveness, and DeJohn, uh, Deshaun Deshawn Jackson has yet to apologize. No, he he did apologize. He but came he, apologize. he came out and apologized. He did apologize. um, but he, even still, like it's." You know. And I think
3: Drew could have just apologized. He chose to go on the apology tour. Yeah. He chose to really hit home, you know.
2: His, his changing.
3: A, yeah. yeah, his changing. That was a choice he made. I think if he would have just came out and made a real heartfelt apology, I think it would have been fine. You, you care basically what your teammates think of you more than you care about anybody else.
2: Yes, Yes, I agree. Michael jumped in on uh, on Twitch. He said, I'm not saying Djax deserves to be canceled or punished. I'm just saying cancel culture accepts apologies when it's someone they like and destroy people they don't or doesn't agree with their message. Oh,
0: you're hundred yeah. percent right. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's no, sure. No 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 no
2: no. Yeah. But I, I I would like to believe that everybody would be treated the same, that you mess up, you apologize. Well that's what we want and everything's everybody's not that's what I would treated like to say. But but yeah. no, they're not. And no, i, no, I everybody's absolutely not no. Now you uh you are correct, but you know we will see where this goes it's uh it was definitely interesting to see uh, a different side of this right so yeah
3: it was strange it was very it was very strange there's not something I was expecting and uh, I learned a little bit about this side of things and
2: yeah know. uh it, Michael said Breeze didn't have to apologize for anything though I feel like he did strictly for the cancel culture uh I think he did not for the cancel culture nope. I think he did. Uh, for his teammates. Because he wanted he, to
3: continue to have a job. He wanted to play yeah. football this year, and he lost that locker room. Yeah,
2: and and I think he's gotten it back. Uh, if you had oh, told me see. this morning that the number one story when I woke up would be Deshaun Jackson posting anti-Semitic things on Instagram, I, there's no way. Like, at oh, 2020 yeah, no. is just... This is some of the craziest stuff we have this year. Has just been insane. I'm, I'm ready to play football. Like I'm tired of I don't talking. Football is going to
3: stop the weirdness.
2: Yeah, it may not. I think it's actually going to add to it. But
3: I, I was about to say, I <sighs> I think this is going to continue to be a weird year. Yeah, I think I think you're right. All right. With we that said, past the Mason Dixon line of that getting better.
2: <laughs> let's let's dive into some more NFL talk. The kind that we are not happy about. The oh. NFLPA. This is the headline from Pro Football Talk. NFLPA President J.C. Tretter, the NFL believes the virus will bend to football. Um, and there's other ones, you know, that that have come out. ESPN has talked about the NFLPA is not happy. They're not happy with the NFL. They're not happy with the protocols. They have voted against any preseason games. The NFL wants two so that there's at least two dress rehearsals that people are kind of getting back into playing because it's games that don't mean anything. It's practices,
3: right? Right.
2: In this instance, but
3: the Texas NFLPA— is where you're actually going live for right. the first time since last year. Here is what Treder wrote
2: on the NFLPA website. He said, Our normal return date for training camp is quickly approaching, and we are still far from back to normal. Our main concern is player safety, both in regard to preventing the virus's transmission as well as preventing injuries after an extended and historically unique layoff. Like many other industries, football's resistance to change is based on the belief— that the best way to run things is the way that we have always run things. That pervasive thought process will stop this season in its tracks. He pointed out that players simply don't want to return to work. They want to stay at work. Part of the concern is the possibility of increased injuries due to the lack of an off-season program. After the 2011 lockout, which wiped out the off-season program that year, Treader said injuries increased by 25%. Now, we've talked about this a thousand times on this show. We had on a physical therapist. It, this whole thing... It is a serious
3: concern, right? This doesn't make any sense to me. The players' union doesn't want preseason, which is where you get practice.
2: It's where you get your live practice. It's
3: where you get your reps, where you actually get to go full speed without somebody wearing a red shirt, without you having to hold up when you hit somebody. You get live, real practice. They don't want that, but they want Guys, to be ready to play football and not be injury prone, but the only way to get in football shape is to play football. We have seen this for the last. I've been alive for thirty-seven years, and my entire life of watching football, I know there's no amount of working out and exercising that a guy can do that will when get you they ready for. When come back, yeah. there is a learning curve to catch up to the speed of the game. Yeah.
2: There's there's that, nothing that, that we can so, do about it. So this.
3: you can't say with one hand this is why I don't I'm usually for unions and I'm I'm not I'm, I mean, I shouldn't even say that. I'll take everything case by case. I believe every that's the way the world works. Give me your scenario, give me your situation, I'll tell you which side I think is right, which side I think is wrong. Okay? Everybody's not always right and everybody's not always wrong. I don't understand how a union can fight for less practice, but also say we want to make sure everybody is safe and and not corona safe, they don't get hurt on the field. They are not prone to injuries. More practice time actually leads to less injuries. I know that sounds counterproductive, and every year in the first two weeks of, of training camp, somebody busts an ACL and their season is done. I it, get that. It, but it's a proven fact. The that majority of the practice. players are healthier when it comes to soft tissue and all this other stuff when they are playing football at a at least at a practice level, because you're not you're not having the massive collisions, but your soft tissue muscles, those long muscles that tighten and pull and snap and cause real injuries for these guys. Are getting worked out without taking the collisions. So, so that
2: is one of the concerns, right? The injuries. One of them. right? Now, his broader concern relates to the pandemic. So, yeah, the this...
3: Rona is definitely a concern.
2: Treader says that the league accepted the initial recommendations of a joint committee of doctors, trainers, and strength coaches, such as no joint practices and no fans at training camp. Treader writes that the league is unwilling to follow the committee's recommendation of a forty-eight day training camp and that the NFL is unwilling to prioritize player safety and believes that the virus will bend to football. He emphasizes the union's position that there should be no preseason games. um, All this kind of stuff, right? He said, we don't want to merely return to work and have the season shut down before we even get started. The NFLPA will do its part to advocate for player safety. We will continue to hold the NFL accountable and demand that the league use data, science, and the recommendations of its own medical experts to make decisions. It's been clear for months that we need to find a way to fit football inside the world of the coronavirus Making decisions outside of that lens is both dangerous and irresponsible. I I see where he's coming from, and everybody that's in the chat, hang on just a minute, I'm going to get to you, I promise, because that thing's been firing off. Um, it, all of this is, I'm selfish. I want football. I, I think sometimes you are just not going to be able to do things the way that you are always doing it. I understand that's that right. part from from J.C. Treder. I get that. Yes. On the other side of it, yeah, I understand. The doctors have said it would be best to have a forty-eight day training camp, but good gracious! Like I understand that's a month and a half. That college football is is going through the same thing. I get it, but you can't fit it in there. Like it, it, the timing doesn't work. So, do you want to make less money? Then okay, then we'll cut some games. Like if you don't want to make think less you can money, fit it in
3: there because you can extend the season pretty easily. That's not a problem. I, I absolutely think they could fit it in there. The problem is this if we start the 40 day clock now, then we're okay. Yeah. But if we continue to push things back and push things back and push things back, then we're never going to get to the 40 day clock. 48 yeah. day clock. And that that's that, the issue. Analyze the issue of you they once again, I just feel like so many times unions fight against themselves because what they ask for seems to count counter the, the, the original thing they asked for. Okay. Right. And my, my issue is, is at some point in time, owners or management in these leagues that are, that are, that are uh, negotiating with the players, they're not magical, (laughs) you know, like, we can nitpick over money all you want, and yes, owners hide lots of money. Yes. Okay, that's a different argument. But when it comes to some of these things, these owners, these owners aren't magical. They're going to put a plan out, and they're going to work with you, the PA, to put the plan together. But once we have some kind of a plan, we need to try to stick to the plan the best we can.
2: Yes, yes. No, you're you're dead on. Uh, let me jump into this chat here. Matt Miller said, think about it. Earl Thomas having a foursome with his brother went away after two days because of how effed up 2020 is. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, Michael said, quick question, though. If this is a white player reposting something racist and made the same mistake as d unaware of the meeting, would he still have a job? No, um, Likely not, no. but it would really depend on what it is.
3: Right? I don't know. I, don't have, I, I we, We're going to disagree there. I think the answer is no. Man. I think the world in which we live in right now, yes. If a white player shares out something openly racist, openly racist, I think 100% they're gone.
2: Yeah, I guess because, like, I, I've been trying to compare this to the Jake Fromm thing, but it's really not the same thing at all. Like, Jake Fromm convinced. didn't share anything. No. Nope. He, that was a private conversation that somebody else leaked. No. Nope. And, you know, he didn't get cut, but I don't know. If it was this exact same circumstance, yeah, probably. I think, I think they're gone. Probably so. Uh Damien said, I'd, uh, I'd people think he should be punished for his comment, then the NFL should punish Breeze and Fromm for their stupidity and also punish Kraft for being involved in the sex trafficking. God almighty. Oh Damien.
3: You do know there was no sex trafficking there. He's just an old man who got jerked off by an old <laughs> lady, right? <laughs> like they found that she's a legal American citizen and she's openly choosing to do this line of work. Like yeah. that's a that's a misdemeanor. Okay, uh, Michael. Right. Michael said, "Happy endings a misdemeanor."
2: Michael said, "I agree, Damien, but it has to be fair across the board. Punish everyone or punish no one." Uh,
3: yeah, but I don't I think, think the league NFL's... is punishing anybody. Here's yeah. the thing, guys: these are individual teams that are the employers of these. Players, yes, it's right? the team so is going to do something. You can't say that the Saints have to do things exactly the way the Eagles have to do things. Yeah. Those are two different owners. They're two different management teams, and they're two different bosses. And, and these they don't are things. Have to do things the
2: same. These are things happening outside of football, so yes. it has really nothing to do with the league itself. Like the That's NFL, right. until the- Roger
3: Goodell puts you on the commissioner's exempt list. And gets involved. And talks about the personal
2: conduct policy. Yes.
3: The the personal conduct. And until it goes to that level, and that's his choice, then then all thirty-two owners can judge this by however they wish. That's their right and prerogative as owners of the team and management staffs of the teams. Yeah. yeah. So so no, they don't have to all be the same. Every owner can do it, however the hell he wants, as long as they're not breaking labor laws and breaking breaking rules uh, of engagement with the with the players' union. They absolutely can can judge them differently.
2: Yeah, no, we might yeah.
3: not like it, but that owner will then pay the consequence of being too harsh or too lenient, based on the fans' you know reaction. It, reaction that's it yeah. and 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 they'll they'll decide if if they're okay with that or not
2: Ben jumped in he said spring football um I don't want spring football <laughs> spring football is not happening in the NFL well I mean if if they push it back for the the 48 days or whatever and they but they well, keep well, yeah. pushing back the beginning of training camp then yeah you would push that thing into spring right so
3: no you you'd push in 48 days it'll be March 1st. March 2nd, March 3rd, that's not spring yet. No, I mean, the official yeah, even start if of... the Super Bowl is played in the spring, is that, is that considered spring football? The entire season is played no. and done, and we got one game that's the second week of March? Come no,
2: probably on. not, probably not. Uh, Michael, We're not going to
3: have spring football.
2: Michael said doctor's recommendations aren't always realistic. Uh, Michael said spring football would be fun, less cold games in Denver. Yeah, if you're in Denver or you're in the Northeast or something like that, like, yeah, I, I can understand that, but...
3: They're not having spring football. Not that doing means regular season games are going to be played in January, which means more cold games.
2: Yeah, it'll be colder if they just push it back. If they if they try and start it in February or March, but they, they ain't doing that because No, no that, that's not happening. No, that's definitely not happening. Jim no. Jim John on YouTube jumps in and said, "We're about to see if playing games during Corona will actually work. Here in Orlando, the Magic Kingdom opened today and the NBA is arriving. Hope all uh hope all goes well." Yeah, so yep. do we. I I'm ready for the NBA. I'm not a massive NBA fan, but I'm I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm like,
3: dying for something right now.
2: That's I'm, Baseball
3: I, starts back yes. on the twenty fourth, and I am, I am ready. I I will be taking the day off for opening day, like I usually do, to sit in front of a television and watch baseball.
2: And then the next week, six days after that is when the NBA fires up, and they will be playing basketball all day every day for every day. however long. Um, Let's move off of all of this and let's talk about some college football very quickly because we have been on a roll today. The State Fair of Texas is officially canceled for this season. Everybody's immediate thought was, oh, God, what are we going to do? We got Oklahoma and Texas that are supposed to play that weekend in the Cotton Bowl. If they're not doing the State Fair, do they allow this game to continue on as it is, right? This is a an every year neutral site game. There is no home team. There is no away team. These two teams schedule this, and they have an even number of fans in the stadium. It is split 50-50 down the middle. If you haven't been, I haven't been either, but it is incredible from what I hear. I've had a lot of friends that have actually gone, and they say it is one of the craziest things you've ever seen. So, all of the talk was about that. Is it still going to go on there? If so... Do they end up with, you know, does Texas host this year and then Oklahoma host next year, and then they go back? I mean, what do, what do they do? They ended up coming out announcing that they are still going to hold the game in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, Yeah. even though they are not going to be having the State Fair, which if, obviously that's not something that was unexpected, right? Everything no. big is being canceled right now. That's right. A- except for that stupid Foo Fighters concert in Knoxville that I got my refund for. They still hadn't canceled that. Kind of surprised. I mean, it's like I mean, it's almost sold out. 20-something thousand people.
3: I wish I'd have gotten the ticket.
2: I mean, it's just unreal. Just unreal. But anyway. So, they are, they are going to play the game. Yeah. And I'm curious about this. How many... How many neutral site games do you think are actually going to happen this year if we don't have fans? Like, what is the purpose of having
3: a neutral I, I, It's site? just a contractual thing. I think that I think that if we have a normal first four weeks of the season before things, we think is going to get really weird. Um, I think we'll get at least two to three weeks in before things get chaotic. Um. I, I Yeah, I think Alabama-USC is going to be played. I think all those neutral site games are still going to be played. It's, and I think they've got a contract to play them there.
2: So, yeah. uh Joe Castiglione, who is the Oklahoma Athletic Director, said, We understand and respect the decision made by the State Fair of Texas and acknowledge that it was an extremely difficult one. Our hope remains that we can play the OU-Texas game at the Cotton Bowl, but obviously every aspect of our season requires constant monitoring and planning. The best thing all of us can do at this time is follow – closely the CDC guidelines to reduce the spread of the virus. Um, so they they end up going back on all of this, and and they, are, they have announced that they are actually going to play the game there in Dallas. I don't know how it's going to go, but, I mean, we'll see. Like, th- this has been, again, this has already been nuts. Michael jumped in on Twitch. He said, I'm ready for Fight Island. Yeah, we're going to be previewing tomorrow. I am ready for that one. So I need live sports. I need it. So, so bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I was I was shocked when I read it earlier about the state fair. And and then when they said, you know what, it's going to go off there anyway. It doesn't matter whether there's people there or not. Like, yeah. both teams are going to travel, and we'll make it work. So, uh, I know everybody's trying to get away from traveling as much as they can, but this is not exactly a, a long distance. So, it's not like either team really has to fly in. They can both bus in, and it's... It's pretty simple. So it's an easy, easy solution there to just play the game. And I'm glad that it will continue. Everything will go on as scheduled, or at least we hope. Let's move off of that one. Let's talk about a little pop culture stuff. Um, I'm... (laughs) I had to put this on here because I read it earlier, and I just... I was floored. Johnny Depp has... (laughs) He alleges that his ex-wife um, defecated in their bed. As I don't know that he alleges.
3: A, I think she admitted to it and said it was a prank.
2: Well, okay, so let, let's let go to the court proceedings, okay? This is what he said, and I didn't even know how to, like, tackle this. No, so this is Johnny
3: Depp and his wife, or ex-wife, soon to be, going through pretty nasty divorce.
2: Yes, it is a nasty di- For those that have not paid attention to this, and I totally understand why you would not, Johnny Depp and his wife, or ex-wife, I guess, at this point, uh, she, Amber Heard is her name. If you haven't seen her before, she's in, um, she's the Chicken Aquaman, right? And they met on a movie called The Rum Diaries, which is a a Hunter S. Thompson book that was turned into a movie, etc. Damien said, Just like Miles Garrett gets suspended for hitting Rudolph with his helmet, and Rudolph didn't get a damn thing for attacking Garrett. Anyway, back to Amber Heard. So, Damien, we love you, brother. Amber Heard is, is, she alleged, for a long time, she leaked it to all these uh, tabloids and everything else, that Johnny Depp is a wife beater and a domestic abuser and et cetera, et cetera. And Johnny Depp never came out and said anything in defense of himself. Nope. And then they released the 911 tapes where she was actually beating the crap out of him. And it, so it, it kind of makes Johnny Depp a little bit of a sympathetic figure except for the fact that Johnny Depp somehow blew through a 650 million dollar fortune in like 3 years. And I don't know if it was so that she doesn't get any of the money or <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what to make of this entire situation. They're both insane. But now we go to the court proceedings for today. Johnny Depp today claimed he de- he decided to divorce Amber Heard after she defecated in their marital bed, quote, as a prank, as he denied hitting her and said that she had abused him throughout their marriage. The Hollywood legend, 57, is suing The Sun, who is a tabloid over in England, for labeling him a, quote, wife-beater, and today branded those accusations sick and completely untrue at a long-awaited blockbuster libel trial at the High Court in London. But the most sensational revelation from Depp was that he decided to divorce Herd after feces was left in their bed. Uh, While denying attacking Herd, he also launched a blistering attack on her, accusing her of being a calculating, narcissistic sociopath who married him to further her career. Whew. Okay, here's my question. Uh, If Michael said people in Hollywood are effing weird, if... I, I think that would be what I would divorce somebody over. If somebody took a shit in our bed... I think it's pretty much done at that point. Like, people stick around for a lot of reasons. Yeah, That's when I don't think you can stick around for, even
3: if it's a, a prank. Am I right? No, we're, we're on the same page here. You're talking to a guy who admits I know that I am not father of the year, ever. Okay? I understand. Not self-deprecating here. Being truthful. I know where my feet stand. I have two children that are both well past potty training. And I might have changed a total of five diapers in their lifetime.
2: Good lord.
3: <laughs> so I just you're talking to a guy that doesn't doesn't really handle poop stuff well. And uh and yeah, this would have this is a gots to go situation. Do you
2: have you ever dated a girl that would even do that? Like I can understand if no, you get if you get drunk. No, most enough,
3: of the girls that I've been out with are pretty modest people. That's I've been out with some crazy ones. I've no, never. You've definitely been out with some crazy.
2: Crazy. <laughs> I've I've never been out with one that would do this. I don't believe. They they never have. But this is a whole next level of insane. Damien said Hollywood needs Jesus. And uh and Michael said
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus fixing that. <thanks>,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Michael said, just another reason why celebrities shouldn't sell in their soapbox and lecture us normal folk.
3: Yeah, yeah that, they're into some weird <laughs> things. That's some. I think crazy stuff. Level of a superstar in a art field world, you've got some eccentric personality to begin with. Most certainly, I'm just. I would wonder because my first initial reaction when I hear something that weird and crazy, like I'm a, and this might be a really bad assumption on me for judging, prejudging people. This is what I'm doing, but. I mean, like, what kind of drugs are involved in these people's lives? Oh,
2: it's got to be like, absolutely you, you know insane. You know
3: these are not people who just smoke a little pot and chill, right? No,
2: no, no. This is There's got to be so much more going no, on here. These people are
3: on hard, hardcore narcotics.
2: Yeah, I, I cannot imagine it, the stuff that would have to go through your brain yeah. to get you to do that. Uh, Michael said sometimes you put up with a lot more crazy stuff if they're hot enough. I'm sure someone no. out there would put up. He said, "I'm sure someone out there would put up with bed poop if it was J Lo."
3: No, I don't. I no, don't think so, man. No, like, no. <laughs> there's no amount of hot where if there's poop laying around, I'm getting an erection. It just does. It's not going to work. No. It doesn't matter.
2: No, because it's not I, happening. Even if it happens one time, I think it hurts things going forward oh, enough. Oh no, that,
3: forever, forever. Yeah. it's just in my brain, in my mind, forever. Like, don't get me wrong, J Lo is uh, she's pretty smoking. But, That's fine. That's fine. Listen, looks ain't everything. But okay? I
2: don't, yeah, I don't know that anybody is that smoking. And Amber Heard herself. It's pretty, very attractive. pretty
3: fantastic. Yeah. Pretty but, terrible person.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that.
3: Depp, Depp got me too like a champ. I mean, Disney took him off all the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. That was mad about the, that. And uh, uh, the Harry Potter spinoff was, was, was considering kicking him off. Didn't. And they we were like, we want to see actually what happens here. He never defended himself, always said these aren't true. These aren't true. But yeah. never came out and defend himself. And then we got we got 911 tapes during court proceedings. And 911 tapes don't lie. Yeah.
2: And and you got to hear what actually happened.
3: There was lots of violence, but it was all coming from one direction.
2: You have got that correct. All right. So speaking of these the- people
3: need they Damien's right. They need something.
2: Yeah, they most certainly do. Speaking of domestic abuse, Floyd Mayweather. (laughs) That was a a, bad transition. transition. (laughs) Come on, Uh, man. Damien Damien said, uh, then these famous people like The Rock and Kanye wonders why we don't vote for them for president. Hey, I'd vote for The Rock. Come on, man. Uh, Michael said, you got enough money, you don't stay in that room, Chris. These people have mansions with a bunch of rooms. Yeah, yeah.
3: It yeah, it don't it matter, man. But it's, it's about, Now that I know that person is that way, there's no amount of looks that's going to make her appealing to me. Yeah. I because think, now I think I'm that's just the, turned off forever. When I see that face, it's just, I'm that's done. That's what you're going to think. I don't care. I don't care how slamming your body is. I don't care how beautiful you are. You're, you're now ugly the rest of your life because I know you're nasty, and I can't handle nasty.
2: That's Jose jumps in and said, nobody was crazier than Ozzy Osbourne. Look, here's, here's the fact of the no, matter. It does no. not matter uh, how hot you are. If you leave a steamer in the bed, that's all I'm gonna know you as going forward. That's it. That's that's it. That's the bottom that's line. It. That is that is a
3: defining moment in your life, and that that defining moment is shit. <laughs> all right, let's move into Floyd
2: Mayweather. Come on. He is charging Money Mayweather $999 for a cameo vid that is the most expensive celebrity on their site. For those that don't know what Cameo is, it is a personalized video message from this app, whatever it is. And you you pay, you tell him what to say, you tell him who to say it to or whatever. Hey, I want you to wish my dad a happy birthday. Here you go. So you'd send the money over through this app, and then he records it, and he sends it back to you. And you can email it to your dad, or you can email it to your mom, or you can email it to your wife, or whatever. And there's a bunch of celebrities on there, and most of them are anywhere from twenty dollars to a hundred dollars, right? That's all it is because it don't it's take like no time. A lot of
3: porn stars on there, right?
2: No, it's it's like Clay Travis is on there. Uh, I do a bunch think of bad guys stars on like, there. Yeah, there's. I'm I'm sure that there are. I mean, this is like an easy way for. Them to yeah. make some money, right? So, that's right. Uh, Ben said, Who pays for that?
3: Uh, I don't know. I uh, haven't bought one. Well, but who, what do you mean, who pays for it? Oh, he's like, What kind of person would actually spend that money? I guess. Uh, I guess. I don't, I mean, I don't know the answer to that.
2: Um, Damien said, <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, hold on. Michael said, Finish the night and get her an Uber tomorrow. Absolutely not. Nope. Hell that's, a, no. that's a deal breaker. Hell
3: no. If you can finish the night, man. I don't know. I'd I'd prejudge you a little bit too now. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Michael said, these celebs have entirely too much money. Damien said, what's worse, sleeping in a pile of crap or eating? Man, Mm. I'm going to. I ain't Mm. (laughs) even talking about that right now. Mm. Uh, Michael asked, is Floyd already broke? No, no. Here's the deal, dumb.
3: right? He's an idiot.
2: Let me let me read this. Uh, this he's this an attention statement. whore. We know that. Yeah, this is a press release on it. Floyd joined the popular site this week, and in true money Mayweather style, he claims he is now the most expensive celeb on the app. So, what exactly does a thousand bucks get you from Floyd? Mayweather says he'll provide customizable messages both for personal and commercial use at quote an affordable rate. Some of the examples. Floyd says he can give birthday shout-outs, motivational messages, and even boxing tips. Quote, I want to be the first celebrity to make a million dollars on Cameo, Floyd said. Mayweather says the Cameo sign-up is all part of a partnership with Stardam, a company that helps facilitate celeb endorsements for businesses. So, this is, basically, he signed on with this celebrity endorsement company and they put him into this thing, so I'm going to guess that celebrity endorsement company has already paid him, and then they are trying to get their money back. Now, it <laughs> uh, Michael said, you guys are talking as sober males right now. Yeah, we're, we're definitely sober right now. Uh, uh,
3: there's not an amount of alcohol to no, make that work. No, it doesn't
2: matter. Uh, Jose said, 50 cents going to clown this dude. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. I am willing to bet that it will not stay $1,000... For very long. Because nobody would be discussing this if it were not for $1,000 a pop. This became a massive news story because, holy crap, he wants $1,000 to talk to you for a minute? I bet it does
3: stay $1,000.
2: I bet it stays $1,000 for a
0: little
3: while. No, I I bet it stays $1,000 as long as he's on it. I bet it never goes down. Really? Yeah, Yeah, because I think there's a bunch of rich boys out there that'll spend that kind of money.
2: Now he did say that uh that he will do I'll tell you bir- this, and
3: if it's for if I can if I can pay him a thousand dollars and get a commercial out of it. Yeah, he a said it was personal commercial? And commercial. Now advertising dollars shit. A commercial is that's a lot of money. Yeah, if you I, can get him I to personally read know somebody who knew one of the mid level Memphis Grizzlies, okay, my personal favorite Memphis Grizzly of all time, Tony Allen. To do a, a little thirty second commercial for them, just a little blip read, was like five to seven k. Yeah, yeah, it's on out there. So, so they, I'm so now the only people that so you got a bunch of rich guys that would would do this because they don't care thousand dollars is nothing to them. But but you also have if he does it for commercials now he'll he'll make a million bucks quick because there'll be a shitload of companies. Oh yeah that, would that pay a thousand but, I mean, my advertising budget for my little business is, you know, a couple thousand a year. And I don't get nothing really in return from it. Tony Allen on Cameo, by the way, 80 bucks. There you go. That's
2: my Yep. Yeah. Believe that. Michael. I'd pay
3: 80 I. Here's the problem. Not enough people who know me would ever, be,
2: would ever pay 80 bucks but, for no Tony what, Allen. The to wish you who the
3: loves the person's not going to pay $80 for you to tell me happy birthday. Yeah. That's the most, like... <laughs> <laughs> ridiculously soft move I've ever heard of in my life.
2: Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing about it. It's, that's it's giving
3: yourself a nickname.
2: Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Michael said, for the record, I couldn't do it either. She would be gone. Just saying, someone somewhere would do it. Oh yeah, somebody oh, no, somewhere. No, this. Some,
3: well, yeah, we're just saying that we would People it. out there, we're just not one of them.
2: Let's see, Debbie Gibson, who uh, you remember, uh, Debbie Gibson, like nineteen eighties pop star. Uh, she is. I need know more about her. She's two hundred dollars. What's uh, she playing? Who was she? She wasn't in movies. She was like a pop star. She was well oh, like, then I don't I don't know. Ben said get Floyd to do an ad for When he Cures Everything. Nah. We we don't I want was Floyd. In Bronx, man. Hey, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather get somebody else to like I like, you know? <laughs> but
3: I'm gonna bet most of them won't won't throw in a commercial part. Yeah, I, I bet it'd be so. hard pressed to get a 30 second commercial from anybody on there.
2: Uh Damien said you would have to be a lonely person, 40 year old virgin style, if you would pay that much just to talk to a diva like Mayweather.
3: You don't even get to talk to them. Yeah. They're going to make a pre-recorded video for you.
2: Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, if
3: you told me that Sir Thomas Brady would drive to my house, knock on my front door, and slap high fives with me, I wouldn't pay $1,000 for that.
2: Hey, Michael said I would pitch in on getting Floyd to do this ad for, for when he Cures Everything. Look, if, if we want to start a, a little GoFundMe and you guys raise $1,000... But y'all gonna have to raise the whole thousand because I ain't no. paying for for Floyd Mayweather to do it when he hears everything. We gonna do
3: it? Will we, we'll, I pay for it? <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know me; I'm morally opposed <laughs> to taking money. I don't like raising money.
2: Oh, I, I we, we ain't really gonna do that. So it, I but feel bad about that. No, no, no. We don't want anybody to do anything. Uh, now, if there's somebody else like, cool
3: on there that'll do a thirty second ad for a commercial? then yeah, let's scam cameo. Cause I, I've kind of thought about it and I just thought this is the weirdest thing. Who like John Calipari, 200 bucks. I guess you need, you need, you need better friends than I've got is what you need. That's, you need better <laughs> friends and family <laughs> that actually think, Oh, this person loves this guy. I I bet this would be a cool birthday present if he got this.
2: Oh man. Brett, the Hitman heart is 160 bucks. Uh, Michael said, "Let's find a celebrity to do an ad for WCE." Uh, ben responded and said, "Earl Thomas." <laughs> hey,
3: I take one from Earl Thomas. I
2: do that. Oh, ben that jumped in a baller, said OJ man. Century. Look,
3: I know, I know he's he's into some weird kinky stuff, but that, that's okay. That, that, yeah. I don't judge. I don't judge people for you, for your sex stuff. Okay, don't. No. I can't get down with the shit thing, but I don't judge people for your sex stuff.
2: No, you got that right. Mick if it's your
3: thing, Foley only your 80 bucks. thing, and I just don't want to know about it. I want to talk about it.
2: Johnny Damon, 110 bucks. Brett the Hitman Hart is 160 Randy Couture is only $55. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's all kind of stuff on this cameo thing. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. So, either way, you can go check it out. If you want to pay $1,000 for... Uh, for <laughs> Michael said Jay Cutler. Hey, I'd love to have Jay Cutler do an ad for sure, us right now. Yeah. Let's, let's he's my local
3: man. He's in
2: Nashville. Vince said Case Keenum. Yeah, man. That's, hey, all of these you, are fun.
3: Can you source by people who are willing to do it for commercials?
2: I have no idea. I'll have to dive that's, into that's it. That's all
3: I care about. Uh, if they won't do it for a commercial, I don't care about them.
2: Damien said, who would want a cameo from Charlie Sheen? I'd love a cameo from Charlie Sheen. Listen, man. like <laughs> I know he's insane. But uh it's but two and a half men was good. Okay. So, either way. All, all right. right. If there's nothing else that has broken,
3: let's no. see. It's been a nope. boring sports day. It it's really has. Sports day.
2: Um <laughs> Michael said Coach O. and Ben said Dabo. Yeah, I'm I'm out oh. on I'm out on Dabo. Oh. Coach o somebody, be a lot of If fun. Somebody
3: got me one on Coach O yeah, Dabo kissed my ass. <laughs> uh, I'd hang up on that fool. Is there anything that has broken lately? I don't think so, right? No. No. All
2: right, that is gonna wrap up the show. You guys in the chat, you have driven the show as usual. We appreciate you doing that because good gracious, this has been incredibly entertaining. So, with that said, Michael closes us out. He said, Tiger Blood, absolutely. I'd love to get Joe Exotic on uh on, on the show, on an advertisement. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh Chris is out on that. All right.
3: <laughs> Michael said no, man.
2: Michael said, poor old W C E yeah, poor old us. No, I think I think we're doing just fine. We are doing fine. just fine. I'm so, not
3: opposed to a commercial.
2: No, I'm not opposed to that either. I don't know where we'd run it. I guess just on Facebook or Facebook. Twitter or whatever, but YouTube, YouTube. I guess. Uh, but either way, either way, with that said, you guys have been wonderful. We always appreciate you jumping in. We can't thank you enough. Make sure you are subscribed on the podcast. Go leave a nice review. Michael, we got your review. We've seen some other guys leaving reviews. We appreciate thank all you. that. So we keep really on do doing that. We appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for doing that. If you haven't, go ahead and do it. Michael said, gig them. Absolutely. (laughs) And make sure that you are subscribed on all the different live spots. Share the show out. Tell your buddies about it. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.